and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a very special edition of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And that's right, folks. Uh, we you, you normally see this show 7 p.m. Wednesday evenings, which, of course, today we will be back. And we have a very special guest, Community Badass himself, Dealer Gaming, will be joining us for the podcast we're going to be talking about god of war ragnarok which we which we got, we're going to be talking about here today as well we're going to be talking also about the harassment of debts uh, and how that has become an epidemic in gaming uh, and why it needs to stop um and uh no one side is bright or uh in this uh there are people on playstation that are toxic mfs there are people on the Xbox side that are just as worse. And I can't really say much for Nintendo, but I'm sure that they have their toxic community as well. And then, of course, we're going to talk about in the second half of tonight's show with Dealer Gaming, what does 2023 look like for Xbox? More importantly, what does the second half of that year look like? Because, you know, listen, you know, if you follow me, you know that I am hypercritical on the way Microsoft does things. And that's because I'm a huge fan of the brand. And sometimes, like in 2022, they let us down. Um, and uh, is it gloom and doom? No, it's not. But um, they sometimes do things in extremes. Uh, and what I'm hoping for is not a repeat of what we saw this year, kind of what we saw last year. The first half of the year, there was nothing. The last half of the year, it was it was a party town, all right? Uh, this year, nothing. Next year, well, next year is going to dominate uh, for them in regards to first party. They have three major bombs and potentially four if uh, Deathloop stays and comes out next year. Uh, but that's the first six months, potentially. What happens at the back half of 2023? From June to uh, to January, I don't know. I honestly, for or from June to December, I don't know. But we're going to break it down. We're going to ask Dealer what he thinks and what the panel thinks. But we're here, folks, to talk about God of War Ragnarok, ladies and gentlemen. Um, obviously, you know Web Dave, you know Fuzzy Belvedere. We don't need to do uh, you know proper introductions. We will do proper outros. I want to get into the conversation immediately. Uh, it was announced by Sony, by Sony PlayStation proper, and of course Sony Santa Monica, who is developing uh, the, the the sequel to 2018's Game of the Year, um, God of War Ragnarok. It has a, a official release date for this year, and I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I thought that this was going to be delayed. Happy that it's not, uh, because um, I am going to be uh, knee deep in this game, and if it's as good as what you see on the screen, folks. I got a funny suspicion that it could be my game of the year. Uh, and mind you, I haven't even played it yet. I, 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 I originally gave God of War 2018 the nod for game of the year. And at the, at the last second, folks, it was taken off the table. And it just missed that my, my, for Assassin's Creed Origins, which is, man, I put a lot of time into that game. It was a masterpiece. And I actually, to this day, folks, I'm, I'll say it live on the air. And I know you can quote me or you can take a clip of this. I actually feel guilty that it, it should have been God of War. It, there's no doubt about it. As great as Assassin's Creed was, God of War was and is a masterpiece. Uh, and I and obviously this footage, folks, I literally ran home after talking <laughs> to, K, to K. Asante because, you know, I'm doing some errands and stuff. And I said, OK, let me throw up the thumbnail. Let's get this podcast rolling because I know there's going to be a lot of people that want to hear what we have to say and potentially want to want to talk with us in the chat. And let, let me record some footage. So this is fresh footage. This is the entire first hour. So there's no spoilers. Uh, first hour of God of War 2018. This is the PlayStation 5 version that you see in front of you. And it just looks absolutely stunning. It just It's, it's crazy that this game is from 2018. It, it really is. But here, let, I want to start off with something that is, I think, incredibly important to mention. Uh, and I have to uh, tip my hat to Corey Barlog uh, and the entire team over at Sony Santa Monica. And why do I do that? Uh, well, besides Corey being an absolute stand-up guy, uh, the guy is one of my favorites in the industry. I, I, I levy his persona uh, at, at right to Phil Spencer. I, I think that he is a genuine human being, and he presents himself in such a proper manner on the socials 
that all you can do is smile when you see he tweets stuff out there, whether it be to defend his 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 folks at the studio, whether it is to destroy a troll trying to be a D-bag. Uh, Corey's not shy about telling you about yourself, and uh, I, that's what I love about him. But why I want to congratulate and tip the cap to Sony Santa Monica, PlayStation, Sony, is because they could have done something incredibly petty. They could have done something that would have incited a console war, unlike anything that we've seen since this is how you share games. And it appears, and again, I don't know where this decision came from, uh, but I, again, have to applaud uh, Sony proper, PlayStation proper, and of course, more importantly, Sony Santa Monica. And who? what am I talking about? Well, 11-11-22 was supposed to be the release date of, of um, Starfield. And that obviously is not happening. In fact, we don't know when next year it's coming, but it's coming the first half. And Sony could have done what Sony does best. And that is uh, curb stomp Microsoft when they're down. And they choose they chose not to do that. Uh, God of War is coming 11-9-22. And uh, I think that that might have been done. And again, I, I'm only guessing here, folks, because I don't know Corey Barlog where I have the phone. Hey, Corey, what's up, brother? What date you picking? Um, I wish I did, but I don't. So I'm assuming that because Corey and the team over there want to present the game for what they made, they want that to be the conversation. They want us to talk about, holy shit, God of War Ragnarok is a masterpiece. It's a masterclass achievement. It is 10 times better than the original, which you see in front of you. That's the conversation they want us to have. And I'm happy that that's a conversation that we're going to have this year. Because obviously, I've been saying for the longest time, and I'll take the L on this one, I thought for sure that this game was going to be delayed. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I really, really dug my heels into the sand saying that when The Last of Us was announced. I think, is that September? Guys, just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's September. Yeah. So I thought, well, okay, listen, Sony normally doesn't put any of their big bangers in the October, November, and December... So they're probably holding it for January. Um, hey, and Bern. yes, do, do you mean to interrupt you? But there is a I stuck it in a private chat for you to read. There is a, a comment that was made, and I've heard this uh, from Ashen Luca as well. That oh, uh, okay. So Biggie Butters uh, uh, says eleven nine twenty two is Odin's day. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, I, I've heard that thank, from thank Ashen Luca that. as well. Yeah, too. thank you, uh, Ashen Luca, for that because that's. That's pretty cool. Now, now, now it makes sense. But uh, like I said, I, I, I really have to say that I'm proud exactly. uh, of, of Sony for not taking the low road um, and doing it proper. Um, and uh, I'm glad they have a date. Uh, again, I have to take the L publicly because I thought this game was going to be delayed. Uh, we did get a delay today. Uh, and, and, and if, before we get into what the, what the panel uh, thinks and we'll, uh, um, we'll, we'll continue talking about it. Hopefully we have a couple more guests that are going to be joining us momentarily. Um, Forspoken has been delayed until next year. And folks, that makes perfect sense. Like, think about it. Uh, it's a new IP. It's an exclusive IP for PlayStation uh, 5. The game, it doesn't grab me yet. I, I find the game interesting but it is an open world game, you know, the Assassin's Creed, the God of War, the Horizon type of game. I was not that interested. The last video made me a little bit more interested. I don't know if it's a day one for me, but think about this. Does this new IP from Square, which is which Sony is a very good partner friend of, do you want to put that in the middle of God of War and and uh, and uh, the Last of Us Two remake? Now, it, 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 we would see. A Titanfall 2 situation. It would just get destroyed. They would eat its lunch. Uh, so I'm glad that it got delayed. I mean, more time for polishing, which is great. Square has plenty of, of people working on it, so I'm sure the game is going to look even better. Um, but listen, let's enough of me talking, which is, you know, I, I get a little long-winded. Mrs. Boom tells me all the time. Dave, let's talk about this. 11-9-2022, God of War Ragnarok releasing... It has several versions. It has a super ridiculous collector's edition with Thor's hammer. So obviously, yep. Thor is going to be a big part of this. Uh, what do you What are your thoughts on the announcement? I think it's great. I, I mean, we've all been waiting for it. We've. Uh, I mean, 
like you said, you, me, um, are for sure, and you know, Fuzzy plays plays Xbox as well too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, we're you know we're big fans of the, that console, but we are big fans of games first, and this is going to be an amazing game from from amazing team, high quality developers, and uh, really looking forward uh, you know, to the new one coming out. And and with the you know with the date, you know, it's like you know I'm glad. I mean say all you want and fanboys can you know do whatever but it's like you know it's good for the industry that, that there's a game like this coming out uh period because uh it's um i'm ready for it man i'm ready to play this thing i'm in, starting to you know contemplate the collector's edition there's actually two levels of collector's edition both of them have the the hammer the other one has additional um pins and the the ring and things like that in, in it as well don't know the price point on those yet. I'm I'm sure they're they might be out there already, <laughs> but I personally don't don't know the price point. Fuzzy, do you know the price I, point on any of that? No, probably two and three hundred dollars. Yeah, to be honest with you, it wouldn't surprise me. Look, I, I'm going to be honest. Mrs. Boom and I are trying to get out of this apartment. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean it's great. We live where it is. It's, it's nice. We keep it really clean. It's it's awesome. But I I, I want we want not I we want our own. Sp- you know space yeah, we, yeah so i i have toned down the collector's edition i wind up uh returning um the uh, horizon one i had ordered it pre-ordered it, it was very expensive and yeah. then i sat on it and i was like man is that meant this mammoth is stupid what what why why did i because i have the original one the original one is great because it's aloy mm-hmm. um if the, the, the original god of war is atreus and 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 kratos which is great the, the hammer is nice. It's nice looking. It's it stores hammer for crying out loud. But yeah, I just I, I I can't justify it. I I I'm trying maybe you know buy like the steel case because I love the steel books. Yep. I have a ton of them. I have all of the Sony steel books. Every one, even some going back to PlayStation Three. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean I'm sure they're going to be expensive. Uh, I, I no one has to talk me off a ledge, folks. I'd rather have uh, you know put the money away for a home. Yeah. <laughs> of course yeah and, and, that, totally makes, makes and that makes total sense man so um but uh yeah listen dave we'll come back we'll come back around to you brother oh, let's yeah, uh let, let, let's get fuzzy fuzzy uh what, <laughs> what are your thoughts on on, on the announcement well I, I was one of those that and i know this is going to sound petty or console war-ish but i i was like oh yeah go ahead and do that 11 11 22 no <laughs> I, I said the same thing i'm going to be honest with you yeah. i said you know if sony really wants to turn a narrative back to their favor because look sony is still in, is still a market leader let's let's be yeah. honest they they oh, are yeah. who they who, who we we thought they were uh and they continue to deliver now granted mm-hmm. their first two offerings this year there's 87 88 respectively right mm-hmm. and we're going to get into the meta I, I i think i think this this confirmation of god of war uh at least in my opinion and i'll say this first before anyone uh it pretty much levies that they're going to be publisher of the year there's no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah. continue, uh, Fuzzy. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, having this game drop this year, which I was I was kind of on the fence early on, and then when they they put something on their main um, like Sony Santa Monica page, like saying that it was 2022, I'm like, oh yeah, they're they're going to mm-hmm. try their best. I'm pretty sure they were quiet on social media because uh, yeah, no one wants to talk about, it, but they were crunching pretty hard <laughs> to get everything across the finish I'm line. I'm sure they were. But you know something that's. Here's here's the difference with you know the you know the crunch of people crying under their desks. <laughs> the folks at Sony Santa Monica, if they were crunching, and I would imagine that they were putting in a lot of hours, mm-hmm. wasn't because someone was there whipping them to do no. it. This 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 is a team yeah. that put out what you see in front of us. It's a master class achievement, right? They want to show what was been delayed for several years now because of COVID. Right. They, they want they want to show what they've been working on. And I'm sure that if you are if someone on this team is listening and I doubt that they are. No, listen, we, we, a few people listen to the podcast, but know. not a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that they were like, listen, if I have to put in 12 hour days to get this out this year, let's do it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and it was probably a, a unanimous way of saying, hey, listen. We want to we want to show everyone what we've been up to that that but but please continue. 
Yeah, I, I I think they really wanted to to deliver on this this year, especially, and I won't say especially, but it, it, since Starfield kind of moved out of the way, mm-hmm. so it's uh, it gives it a lot more airtime or a lot more spotlight. I, yes. I think this was probably their best decision. Sure, they could have pushed it to 2023 and everything would have been right in the world the same. But then again, if they do that, Fuzzy, they're going up against uh, potentially uh, Starfield. Yeah. So it, Again, it, so... Yeah, I, I I think they wanted to get the get this out this year, and and I agree with you when when you were saying with the whole uh, Last of Us remaster deal that oh yeah they don't need to have it this year, but what better way to kind of like bookend the year? I mean, you start with Horizon, yes, I know it had its issues, and GT even had its own issues, but they were still you know well received, although yeah. not as well received as they could have been. But this is the way you you definitely end the year on a good note, and yes, a remaster is is great of a great game, but having the the second iteration of of god of war based on the 2018 you know reboot i i think it was definitely well well uh welcomed or 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 definitely a a a good thing as far as the news this morning yeah no no doubt about it uh johnny ravioli what's going on brother welcome to the program he says something pretty interesting he says this i feel like crunch is needed making games is hard work you know what you're signing up for i mean yeah, I mean, it, I mean as long as as yeah, long as you're not on an IV type of deal, like yeah, we've heard yeah, the, the horror stories of the past. IV. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think we actually heard like it's yeah. it's crazy. Some of the stories that we've heard is just bonkers. But continue. Yeah. yeah, as as long as it's not to the point where you're holding people against their will. Like I, I I've done web design stuff, so I I know about crunch on that end, and it's it's. I would assume far easier than game design in all aspects, but there are times where it's like, all right, we have this deadline, you know, a few things missed, or there's a few things that we need to tidy up. All right, we launch it. Oh, it's got this problem and this problem. We need to get these things tidied up before this, this launch date. And crunch is a part of life, unfortunately, but I, I think there's, there's different levels of it. And I think a lot of the stuff that a lot of these studios are doing nowadays are probably on the up and up some of the stuff that we heard of in the past where it's like, Oh yeah, you're sleeping under your desk and you're only allowed to go to the bathroom twice a day and you're hooked to an IV because you're about to pass out. Hopefully those days are gone. And and if not, hopefully the the devs are able to find better working conditions elsewhere. Yeah. But I, I think it is kind of that necessary evil to some extent, because you, you do want to make sure when you have a deadline set that you meet it, and it doesn't mean that you you choose that over life or your well-being, but there there is a balance to be said as far as that's concerned. A 12-hour day for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, five days a week or six days a week, yeah, it's hard. But afterwards, you're, you're able to relax, and usually if the game performs well, you have a bonus, so you have that, that extra R&R time afterwards as well. Yeah, no, there's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, real quick, let me see if I could find it before I lose it. There's Blue Arrow in the chat says, um, I think I still think Elden Ring will probably win game of the year, even if God of War is awesome. Yeah, it's it's I mean, look, I'll put it to this way. Uh at the end of the year, there's gonna be a lot of conversation. Horizon's gonna be in that conversation. Now, granted, it it did release buggy and I started playing again. Uh it's the I haven't I haven't run into any bugs. I haven't put a lot into it, but I'm I'm going to start playing it because I, I got the, the God of War announcement got me. Uh, well, first of all, I started playing God of War again, which is just <laughs> it's just a masterpiece. But um, I I, I want to I definitely want to finish Horizon this year, uh, so I'm going to start playing that, and uh, you know scratch the itch of my open world stuff because there's really nothing to play right now. Um, yeah. And now that they just patched it again, I'm hoping that my experience with falling off and dying 20 times on, on a cliff is, is no longer an issue. Um, but at the end of the year, I mean, you know, again, bugs, bugs aside, hard not to have horizon in that conversation. The game is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and I would imagine, I mean, again, like I said, you're seeing a 1080p version on a small screen, right? And even though it looks good, I'm playing it with all the bells and whistles on my PS5 and on my Samsung 65-inch TV. And I, and I got to tell you, this game is from 2018, and I am absolutely blown away by what they were able to create. This, and this is game is years old. It, it, it's potentially 
Uh, it's at this point almost four years old. It's 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 crazy that it still looks this good. So I can only imagine yeah. um, what's what what the final product of Ragnarok is going to look like. And and, and now let, let let's talk about Meta for a second. Um, because last year Microsoft found themselves in a position where Sony had to delay a lot of their games. Um, and they had a lot of their games, and every one of those games that they had last year were all top-tier games. They were all high-quality, high-visual properties, uh, and I'm, that's Psychonauts, that's Flight Simulator, that's Age of Empires 4, that's, of course, Halo Infinite, and, of course, the, the, the jewel, the crown jewel of last year, at least in my opinion, um, and I think it could share with Halo, is Horizon... Um, uh, um, Forza Horizon 5. So they won Publisher of the Year because they had an onslaught of titles. Um, and uh, last year, they won with a, a total of, uh, I believe it was a, a score of 89 on the average, uh, which is phenomenal. So Publisher of the Year for Microsoft in 2021. Now, with what we have in front of us, uh, I can honestly say without a doubt that Sony is going to handily win publisher of the year from meta just based on pure numbers so 87 and 88 respectively for gran turismo 7 um and horizon not bad scores those are great scores i know everyone wants 90s across the board that's they didn't get 90s it's fine um where i think the 90s are going to come from this year for sony um and again this is just my opinion this is not me fanboying this is not me giving roses where other people think they don't deserve them. I think that it's safe to assume that God of War Ragnarok and um, Last of Us, uh, you know, the remake, are going to score at least at the minimum of a 90 apiece. So if they have two 90s and 88 and 87, I think, I again, I'm not a mathematician, folks. That's, that's, that's right around the 89 mark. Um, and if they, and which is... Publisher of the year for Microsoft in 21 could easily be the publisher score for Sony. And look, I'm going to say this. Please don't boo me, folks. But I'm being honest. <laughs> here so, it comes. You know, well, I, I set myself on fire here like an idiot. Look what I did. Look at this. Look what a dummy. I know I was supposed to throw that thing. I, I didn't. I don't remember how to pick it up. I know I had to throw it at that rock over there, and I set myself on fire like an idiot. Dumb. But <laughs> was on fire. Here's here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I sure was. <laughs> um, here's the thing, folks. Um, Sony has put together a year that I think rivals any year they've put together. I know that we we, we equate their best year as potentially tw- uh, 2018, right? Uh, God of War, Spider Man. I don't remember what else was in there. I think it was the Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. Was that year, I think, also, and it was one other. They had a, a master class year, 18, 19, and 20. Um, and you look at 22 now. Now, let's just let's take away the fact that Gran Turismo it had its problems, you know, it, with the microtransactions. They, they've patched it since. The game does definitely doesn't look as good as it sh- probably should be, but the game is, is passable. Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon had some bugs. There's no doubt about it. I complained about them, but that game is the game is gorgeous. There's nothing you can say about the game graphically. It's 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 another masterpiece from that studio, um, and they've been patching it. So I, I'm hoping that my experience is inc- incredibly. But I, I want I want them to match my experience from the first one, which is one of my favorite games in the PlayStation 4 era. Uh, I love Aloy. I, I think she's such a dynamite a character uh, for a multitude of reasons. And the growth of that character in the first eight hours that I played it before the bugs really pissed me off was just was was amazing. But look at look look at Sony what Sony has done once again. Why why they're the, continue to be the market leader? Why they continue to dominate the conversation when you talk about first party games, single player, story driven, adult themed games? The beginning of the of twenty twenty two, they put together they put forth. Horizon and they put uh, and Gran Turismo bookending at the end of the year. And this is this is a Nintendo blueprint all over again is you're going to have the remake of The Last of Us, which I know a lot of people like, oh, boom, it's a remake. Yeah, I I hear you. But it's, you know, the comparison videos, it's just it's crazy how good it looks. 
and now obviously God of War, at minimum, folks, at absolute minimum, it's going to look like what you see on your screen. If you don't think that's amazing, you don't think that is next level gaming, then I I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry that we don't agree, but this is masterclass work in front of you. Um, that's, that's one hell of a year. That's one hell of a 2022. That's why I say publisher of the year for Sony for sure, but uh, bookending or finishing off the year with two of their biggest IPs. Like I know a lot of there, there are a lot of PlayStation toxic gamers that continue to run the narrative of, you know, Microsoft is just Halo, it's just Forza, and it's just Gears. Mm-hmm. And that that's that may be true. But Sony has their their go-tos as well. Last of Us, right? An, another version of it. Uh God of War, right? This is the, the sequel to what you see in front of you. Uh, Horizon, the sequel, you know what I'm saying? Gran Turismo is what the 18th iteration, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they have their go-tos as well. Um, and this is something, um, this is something I think that, that it has to be spoken about. Uh, oh, did we got Daniel McGee joining us? What's going on, Daniel? How you feeling, brother? Welcome. Hey, sorry. I thought today was going to be my day off, so I slept well, in. Well, sorry about that, brother. <laughs> who, who, who knew? I, I, th- I Well, I, I don't usually go back to work until tonight on prime time, but I had to, I had to speak about this today, and we'll, we'll continue oh, yeah, the absolutely. conversation tonight. But, uh, um, yes, I mean, look, this is, this is what we're hoping 2023 looks like for Microsoft. Uh, we know Starfield is going to be a masterpiece. Uh, we know that uh, uh, motorsport is probably going to be the best of of of, of all racers, it, it, even rivaling, believe it or not, the um, playground games um, Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know Redfall, like we talked about on the Xbox Factor podcast yesterday, continues to impress. It looks phenomenal. Um, my my concern is what the second half of the year is going to look like for Xbox uh, next year, and again, that's what we're going to be covering tonight with Dealer Gaming. What do, what in fact does that look like? You know, I mean, it's it's we, we, I have a lot of questions. But uh, Daniel, let's let, you know that you're here, and then we'll do this round robbing of what you expect God of War to be. Uh, what what are your thoughts on the announcement? Is is this announcement having to do anything with the harassment? that's been going on um and 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 what are your thoughts regarding them not taking the starfield date like specifically staying away from that and releasing it on the ninth instead of going for the toxicity or the you know uh you know the 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 nonsense that they like to stay away from now sony has been petty in the past but I, i i have a feeling that this 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 decision to not take the 11 11 22 date probably came from Corey himself. And again, I'm only speculating. I don't know Corey uh, Barlog, so I can't say for sure, but the way he's, the way he handles himself in regards to toxicity and console war nonsense, uh, it looks like he, him and the team didn't want us to be talking about, Oh, they stole the Starfield date. They, 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 they're, just, they're rubbing poo in the face of Microsoft. They don't want us to talk about that, Daniel. They want us to talk about what God of war Ragnarok is going to potentially be. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, so absolutely. I mean, I, I love Corey Barlog. I think he's one of the most outstanding people in the industry. I think if you watch yep. the, what was that documentary called? Uh, oh, Creating Raising Kratos, Kratos or something. Raising yeah, Kratos. Yeah. If you've yeah. watched that, he's a, a upstanding guy. Um, so I, I don't know if he necessarily would have had the call to, to say what date it came out, um, being as how... I'm not even really sure if he's still attached to this game. I know he's not directing it. So he I don't know is what his listed as, is. I believe he has producer uh, credit. I don't gotcha. know how much, how much he produced, but he's credited in the game. Right. Okay. So maybe, um, I think honestly, it's entirely possible that they, it, it's entirely possible that they just chose the date like well before even the, the Starfield thing was, was announced like the delay i mean um and they just stuck with it it does feel weird uh, you know because we as as players right we see the console war stuff on twitter all the time about people you know choosing one side or the other and, and being petty back and forth um but the devs they don't care you know what i mean so it could have gone either way i'm sort of glad that it didn't because 
that way the conversation around this game doesn't have to be like, oh, and they stopped Xbox, where it can just be like, yes. and it's a really yeah. good game. Mm-hmm. You know, it can sort of just stand on its own without all the console war stuff, although I'm sure it'll still be there because God of War is PlayStation's biggest franchise, bar none. Yeah. Um, as far as if this has something to do with the harassment, I think absolutely it does. Okay. Um, and and please, please elaborate on that point. I I, I really yeah. want to hear why, why you think that is. Yeah, so not the date itself, obviously. I think that the date was probably, you know, chosen probably well in advance. It just feels like, I don't know, it just feels like such a random way to announce it, right? Like, this is their largest franchise by none, bar none, right? Like, everything else that they have pales in comparison to Kratos in, in, in terms of, how they sort of recognize with the brand like people will throw spider-man in there but spider-man isn't really owned by playstation so it's kratos is their biggest property and so for them to just announce the release date of this just kind of on a twitter drop yeah with a twitter drop and just a really random it feels like okay just we have to get this release date out there so that people will stop sending pictures of their wangs to my employees you know what i mean which is the fact that it actually happened goes to prove that there is so much undiagnosed mental illness in this in this world it's it's just not to be believed but it's insane um but yeah so it does feel like maybe this was somewhat reactionary especially when i consider but i've been looking forward to the next major playstation show for a while now because mm. when you think about it we really don't know a lot of what playstation is doing we know insomniac is working on spider-man 2 and then right. after that presumably they'll start working on wolverine um, we now know that uh, Naughty Dog is probably at least partially working on the uh, the factions mode. Uh, I'm sure that their main team isn't working on that, but the factions gameplay thing, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're working on that. And then the the remake is probably not being worked on them by them either. So really, the only games that we know coming out in the near future for PlayStation are Ragnarok and Spider-Man 2, which is not a lot for them so honestly yeah there's a lot showcase to be huge like it's going to be probably one of their better showcases in a really long time it it could it could based on what you're saying daniel and it makes a lot of sense uh we don't know what sony's doing they keep Mm -hmm. their 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 cards very close to the vest um and you might be onto something because uh we don't know i know they're not going to gamescom i don't know if they're going to be at the tokyo game show right that so, so i mean that's in september um and uh, uh there's been no announcement of uh you know a, uh, their, their playstation end of year show right that they had that that, yeah. that everyone looked forward to because a lot of their big announcements came there uh you are on to something uh we don't know what they're doing a lot of they have a lot of studios and everyone talks about microsoft they have 23 sony has a lot of, of first party studios they just acquired right. i think seven of them including bungie in the last 18 months so they you know, I know that there's one that's working on, um, you know, PC ports and things of that nature, but they do have a lot of their own studios and we don't know what they're doing. Um, it's it, it's safe to say that their next show could be a year of dreams kind of a show. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think it probably will be because, I mean, if Spider-Man 2 is supposed to come out next year, then we'll probably be seeing gameplay of it. Um, and honestly, for me, that'd probably be enough because I think, I, I mean... I'm one of the people who I think Spider-Man should have beaten out God of War that year for Game of the Year because um, that game was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, they both are really good. But um, but yeah, it, it, we don't know what a lot of what their studios are working on. So the next show that they have is going to be absolutely massive. And this coming out as just a random tweet on a random Wednesday morning feels like they wanted to get this release date out there for a number of reasons. Um, and I think the two major reasons for that would be to put a stop to some of the harassment, although it does kind of feel like they're giving the harassers what they want, which does kind of irk me in a way, but you know, I also wanted the release date, so I'm happy for it. Um, And then also I think that this means that they're probably not having a showcase in the next two or three months, because if they were, then this would be in it. Uh, Real quick, uh, let me just, uh, I think he pronounces Rendar or Render. He says, y'all got to chill with the console war crap in the chat. That ain't what this channel's about. And thank you for saying that. Look, here's the thing, folks. Everyone, I respect everyone's opinion unless it crosses the line, right? Um, I don't like banning people. I don't like getting people off the channel because 
I don't take anyone that's here. We have 350 people here. I don't take nobody for granted. You don't have to listen to this show. The fact that a retired police officer who didn't have any technical knowledge, just the love of gaming, somehow found a way to use what, because remember, if you don't know my, my history, I was a youth officer and I worked in community affairs. So I worked with the community as a police officer, right? Um, and I have somehow, luckily, uh, and, and, and through the tenacity that I have to learn new things, transition that knowledge to this channel. So if you're here and, you, and you're listening to the banter, you know, I've been doing this going on five years now. Um, uh, you know, the channel was started in, uh, in 2017, um, you know, and uh, here we are. Uh, this channel has built, has been built uh, the grassroots way. We do not take sides. I am an Xbox guy, quote unquote, right? Everyone, because that's my main console. I will play. Yep. That's where I get all. That's where I get all my third-party games. I love my Xbox for a multitude of reasons. But I also give roses to both Nintendo because I play Nintendo Switch every day without fail with the misses. And I also have to give uh, roses to Sony because they make games that someone that myself appreciates. I'm a selfish gamer. I, I want to put on my headphones and I want to play a single player story driven character based type of game. And they deliver that uh, the console war stuff in the chat, folks, here's the thing. You're entitled to your opinion. I hear you. I know if you're an Xbox guy or gal and that's your, that's your brand. Awesome. Welcome. But we, but we're today we are throwing roses at Sony on primetime gaming, the special edition, because quite frankly, they, they deserve it. You know, the, again, may, maybe the over-the-shoulder game, and I see this a lot in the chat. Um, well, it's the same-looking game, and they're and they making all these screenshots of everyone, just, you know, different characters from different angles, and they all look similar in, 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 in you know, in presentation. That doesn't take away from the fact that they tell great stories, that these graphics are just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that God of War Ragnarok, which we've only seen some so, a pinch of gameplay and mostly CG is going to at least match what we have in front of us. So please, folks, I, I, I implore you, if you are, if you're being, there, there are a lot of monitors here and, and, and Lethal Papa, I know that is watching. If he bans you for being a D-bag, don't come at me with a DM saying, why was I banned? Because I, <laughs> he has full authority to do it. So, so do all my monitor, uh, uh, monitors. Don't don't be that guy or gal. Just just enjoy the conversation. Enjoy the video in front of you. And let's just let's talk about what what's important. And that is the fact that God of War officially has a, a Ragnarok has a release date and Sony has put together one heck of a year. But Daniel, please continue. Uh, I mean, that was pretty much all of it. Uh, the only other thing that I want to add is that because I feel like this release date announcement feels somewhat reactionary, it does make me feel um slightly less i don't know it feels more likely that that it might still get delayed i hope it doesn't honestly because i want to play it um <laughs> but just the the fact that it was announced kind of like meekly on twitter does make it feel like they're not super confident in it which might not necessarily be the case but it's just the feeling that mm -hmm. i get well look we're 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 gonna know. We're gonna know soon yeah. enough. Uh, the end of the I mean, the, the year is flying by. We're already in July, right? We're into the seventh month of the year. Um, a lot of people in the chat are saying that this saved uh, the holiday. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're not wrong. Uh, Last of Us September, God of War November. Uh, I know that there are a couple of games coming out. You know, you still have Saints Row. You know, you still have a few others. Obviously, Call of Duty is is still a big part of the conversation. Uh, that's going to be a big game. Um, but let, let me catch him with some of the super chats, um, and I will uh, then we, we continue this conversation. Um, let's see. Servant one one seven drops the first super chat of the day. Thank you for putting this in the chat, Dave. Welcome. Appreciate the help. He says this after dropping a very generous five dollars super chat. I'm a huge Xbox fan, but God of War is a win for gamers everywhere, and I'm happy. And I'm right there with you. I think that's a, 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 a quite a proper statement. Uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. Uh, says uh, this after dropping a five-dollar subject. No mag. Uh, by the way, Midnight Club is developed in Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, it, it's probably going to be the best um, 
Midnight Club uh, ever released. I, I can't wait for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim the Sorcerer. Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. You became a channel member. Thank you for that, Tim. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, Sith Lore drops a very generous $5 super chat and says this. Hi, Boom. I feel bad for all of the hate the devs got for this game so far. They are people, too. My heart goes out to everyone who works hard. Indeed, uh, some of the stuff that we heard, and I'm glad that uh, this all started because this is this is an ongoing thing with devs. I mean, again, it's it's not new news. P- people are just terrible. People are just terrible. That's the reality. And people also in this world, especially the younger generation, feel incredibly entitled. Um, and uh, they say things because they can. Keyboard cowards, you know, behind, you know, to say mean and terrible things. Um, and I'm glad that Sony Santa Monica stepped up, and uh, Corey at, came out front facing and, and said what he said. Uh, and then we started to see other devs come out and say, yeah, we're being harassed too, you know, because it's, it, it, it's, it's something that maybe they were afraid to, uh, to talk about because they don't want to hurt their game. Some of these games are made by five people and they're using their own personal monies uh, and, bu- and budgets that are, are, are like grassroots budgets. They don't have a big Microsoft behind them. So if they get out there and they, and they, they put it out there that they're getting harassed, it has the potential to, to derail their game, um, but Sony Santa Monica took took the took the, you know took this by the horns and let people know that this isn't right. This is an unacceptable behavior, um, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy that they did that. Uh, we also have uh, let's see uh, who's this from? It says uh, Wednesday. Oh, oh so just, that was yeah. a description of explaining why what Wednesday is important. Yeah, it's o- Odin and 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 uh, Wodan's day. Um, and uh, it says here the English word Wednesday is deliver is derived from the old Eng- from from old English and means uh, Wednesday. The Germanic uh, god Waden uh, is also known as Odin, the Norse of uh, the, the Norse all father of the gods. So yeah, that that's probably why they picked this day. And yeah, uh, like I said, it works. So thanks for that so much. But so now. You know, we got it. We, you know, God of War is coming out. It's coming out this year. Like I said in the beginning, I took the L for. I thought it was going to be delayed. Honestly, <laughs> folks, I really did. Um, I, I, I thought that the, with the Last of Us coming in September, I was like, well, they don't need a later game, you know. But here we are, and we get a chance to play this. Uh, I can't wait. I, like I said, I, I recorded footage, an hour's worth that you see in front of you today, and I am I'm unbelievably amazed at how this game is from 2018 it's just it's just crazy it, it's just it literally it's just crazy and it just plays and looks and sounds great um captain chats drops two pounds super chat and says how long do you think before ragnarok comes to pc that's an interesting thought <laughs> um to be honest with you if this sells and it's gonna sell i think it's gonna sell incredibly well I, I would think uh, 5 million sales between PS4 and PS5 in its first month without, without even trying, to be honest with you. This is a, this is a, this Kratos is as big for Sony as Master Chief is for, uh, for Xbox. That's a, yep. that's a fact. Um, so I'm, I, 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 this is, this is a 20 million seller folks. You know, this is, this goes in line with uh, Spider-Man and God of War 2018 and Horizon and everything else. I think that, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to 20 million, but this is this is uh, going to be a big game for them and it's coming out this year and I, I don't know if they're going to have PlayStation 5s to move. This is why this this is why they're they're going to support the PlayStation 4 because you you can't really hard to abandon 115 million potential customers. Now is not everyone's going to buy God of War. They they'll, they'll sell a, a, a nice chunk on PS4, but not abandoning ps4 is big that's actually a, a smart business move so i kind of want to just turn i'm going to flip this and uh put the spotlight on xbox for a hot second um and again this is not console war shenanigans this is a diehard xbox fan who uh sees what he sees in front of us sees the kind of year that uh, they have put together and again microsoft no slouch last year they put an absolutely astounding year together. There's a good shot that 2023 is going to be uh, a Sony 2022 type of year for them with Starfield and Redfall and, of course, uh, Forza Motorsports. 
Uh, we don't know what the second half of the year is going to bring. You know, we could see Hellblade 2 and Holiday of next year. Some people say nay, but, you know, we don't know. And whatever else they have up their sleeves, we they could have a banner year. Um, I, I do want to get the opinion of of of, of the uh, of the panel regarding what we expect Microsoft to do. Uh, we know that they we, they had an internal play test of uh, the Last of Us Two. That that's public knowledge, and they saw how that game was done. And Phil Spencer came out and said, "We want to deliver games." as good as the last of us two now i i'm not a fan of the story i was very very heartbroken with the way they treated some of the characters but i I also can't deny the fact that last of us two is just it's 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 unbelievable it's a it's a master class achievement from naughty dog um i didn't i'm again not a fan of the story i didn't like the way the story was broken up with the i thought it got dragged down with those uh uh flashbacks I just I hated the way that everything was positioned and I hated what they did with Ellie. Um, and I really hated what they did with uh, Ellie's arch nemesis. My God, why is her name? On, Abby? Her name? Abby. Yes, yeah. I, I fell in love with Abby. I thought she was such an amazing character. I was devastated how they treated that character at the end. I, I just was so angry. Um, but now. We see this. Sony has put forth uh, a hell of a year, uh, one hell of a year. Whether you agree with me or not, I hear you. I absolutely hear you if you don't agree with me. This is a banner year. This is the Sony that we knew who we, we've been seeing for years. The question is now, do we think Microsoft is going to deliver a game as prominent as the God of War Ragnarok potentially next year. Can Hellblade 2 match that? I, I think that they can. I, I honestly believe that all of the, you know, the subpar games that we got in the Xbox One era, those those days are well behind us. They they have too much talent. And I think that the games that we have coming like Perfect Dark and Fable and Hellblade and and, and Obsidian's, you know, secret game in, in development and, and Exiles, Unreal Engine 4, and Gear 6, and whatever else the, the, they're working on. I think we're all going to be treated to some graphical masterpieces from so, uh, from Microsoft. But, Dave, what do you think about that? Well, I think that there's definitely um, the potential uh, for, you know, Sony to, you know, to, to really make a good, strong statement this year. So, Microsoft... You know, you know, we know about the delays and everything, but I still think they may still have something up their sleeve that they just, you know, haven't quite announced yet. Now, not, obviously not necessarily a, a a banger like this, but I believe that there is definitely going to be uh, a few more surprises to help to help keep us um, appeased, as it were, until they get into the to next year's juggernaut releases that are coming. I just I, I really believe that they they have a roadmap and they have a, a, a backup plan as it were that that's uh, that's um, you know, that's, you know, going to, going to be made known as it gets closer. You know, they don't need to show their cards right now. They, right. they, they want to, they want to hold that a little, a little closer. And then, and then, and then it definitely, when it comes to, you know, like the uh, game awards this year, I think, you know, they're going to be able to, to really, not necessarily shut people up, but I mean, to definitely put a, um, you know, a, a definitely a good uh, a good spin on the new year that's coming out. Uh, you know, f- for all the game releases, and like you said, there's there's even some third party things that are that we know that are in the works that are coming that we just we don't know about yet because they just haven't been announced yet. You know, and and it's and earlier we were talking about like the you know the game of the year talk. You know, and this game is absolutely beautiful, but but I don't know what the what the cutoff date is for like a game of the year. Um, um i believe i, I think god no, of war will be in there yeah it, it's i you mean it's achilles so i would imagine yeah. that if if the if the, if he were to make concessions i i, I think i think mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken chat please help me out here uh the cutoff date i believe is the 15th of november yeah uh so if in fact that is the case this just makes it right um, yeah. but it's still gonna be hard for it to beat um elden ring no matter what yeah i mean what it it comes down to really is 
how early they get the review copies out because yeah. the people who are judging it are going to want to be able to play it. It's not a particular, I'm sure it's not a particularly long game. If it's anything like most PlayStation first party games, it's probably like, you know, a weekend game, three, four days tops. So if they can get it out early enough that the votes can still come in, then I think it'll be up there. And honestly, I think, I mean, it's going to be a tough fight between Ragnarok and Elden Ring, assuming Ragnarok uh, hits that date. Mm-hmm. But I think, because obviously, like, you know, the the Keeleys have, like, a, a fairly clear, like, PlayStation-skewed uh, side of things. Uh, not that that's necessarily a terrible thing. Um, but then also Elden Ring has been the most anticipated game of the year twice in a row. So it's, I mean, I think it'll be a tough fight. But God of War probably take it just because of, like, the additional, like... It, it's going to be a more popular game because more people are going to be able to finish it because Elden Ring is really hard and a little bit more niche than, than something like a God of War. I don't and know, but so many people have played Elden Ring to this date. You know what True. I'm saying? <laughs> True. And, and, and it's, it's got quite a, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a juggernaut and plus it's also available on more platforms. So also, it's had a, a broader appeal. I think that's also may have a, a little bit to do with it. Well, yeah, maybe it's, it's just me, but I'm, I'm telling sure. you, I, I still play it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cross mainstream for the most part, so that yes. that definitely gives it a, a a I guess you could say a leg up to some extent, but it, yeah, yeah, it's going to be mean, a tough Elden fight. Ring is certainly broken into mainstream in a way that Souls games typically don't, and I'm really happy about that because I've loved Souls games since Demon Souls, the original one that wasn't very good. <laughs> um, but like it breaking into mainstream, I don't know if that's going to be enough to combat God of War, which is the mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, no, it, it's it's going to be a fight. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But I, I, I'm going to be honest with you in regards to that that particular topic. Even even if God of War is a 10 out of 10, I find it as it's going to be hard to beat Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, again, I, mean, I, I, I could that. be wrong, but you know, listen, the, December will be here before you know it. Um, but uh, yeah. listen, let, let's uh, let, let's fuzzy. What what are your thoughts on this uh, Microsoft matching? Mm-hmm levels of, of 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 the last of us and god of war and we, we know that they have the chops they have yeah. the people to do it they have the ips to do it what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on this i i think it's something that they will eventually achieve i i think hellblade 2 is going to be their probably their first big step into that because like with starfield it's going to be a little bit of, of a different deal even though it's going to have storyline to it it's going to be more of an open sandbox although be it in space so it's not quite the same like linear path and and you know story driven narrative that that you know a lot of those games tend to have over on playstation but i think hellblade will definitely fill that niche i think uh whatever compulsion's working on even though Phil keeps talking about it. We still don't see it. I, I think that game is also going to have that that nice story-driven narrative aspect to it as well. And even Redfall will have a nice story-driven narrative to it as well. It's just that they've figured out a way, I guess, to kind of blend co-op into it as well. So we'll see how all of these things turn out. But I, I think there is going to be some studios within you know Microsoft's you know, big <laughs> umbrella that they are going to be able to turn out these, you know, on par stories um, that are going to be either critically acclaimed or award winning type of stories. I mean, whenever you look at the competition and you basically do your homework based on, you know, certain evaluations and things like that of what is considered, you know, a highly critically acclaimed game like The Last of Us, you're bound to pick up some of the nuances that people are looking for in the game. So I, I, I think they're they're pretty much ready. It's just COVID and and timing and the fact that they have uh, you know they have to deal with spreadsheets to figure out which game is going to be the next one to be released when they're you know start having three and four of them ready at a time. I think that's going to be the 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 big I guess you know hurdle for them. But I I think they will be able to achieve you know similar critically acclaimed levels as PlayStation. And I think Hellblade will be that that first, you know, peek into that. I'm glad they have this uh, that kind of problem they're going to be having. <laughs> have too many yeah. games. I'm, I'm digging. Well, that. I mean, you know, that's 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 something to be said. Uh, Hellblade has a potential, and and that's why they did all that. One of the biggest things we talked about yesterday in the Xbox Factor podcast is the fact that they sent the entire mocap team to uh, training yeah. for fighting. Um, and obviously, one of the one one of the complaints or 
issues that some folks had with Hellblade 1, besides the puzzles, was the combat was very, very minimal to the point where it only happened in certain locations. Mm -hmm. And it was really just whacking around on two buttons. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any, you know, uh, you know, real, uh, you know, RPG element. I think that we might get that again. I'm just speculating, but they said that it's going to be a much bigger game. Uh, and I would imagine that uh, the combat is going to be a big part of it. And we could see an RPG type of element that you you see, you find in a God of War Ragnarok, where you find in Horizon Forbidden West mm-hmm. come to Hellblade. And I think it would do the, the game uh, justice. It could still tell a, an incredible story, but at the same time, it could still have those Elden Ring big boss fights, which I hope that they do have. Um, Daniel McGee, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What are your thoughts on Microsoft matching what Sony has done this year in 2023? And more importantly, Mm -hmm. do you think we get a game that's like uh, God of War Ragnarok? In terms of matching them, I think that it's entirely possible, if not likely. Um, I, I, you know, Starfield is going to be really, really big. Redfall is yeah. going to be big. Whether we get either Avowed or Hellblade next year, one or the other, I think that's going to be enough. In terms of, you know, are they going to put out a game that's like God of War? Uh, I don't know. Hellblade could be that. Um, you know, it's it's sort of definitely in that same sort of vein. It is like a third person sort of action game, and it's Norse, so that helps the comparisons. Um, but. It, it, I almost kind of hope that they don't, to be honest with you. I, I really like, you know, I, I'm lucky enough that I have all three consoles and I, I like when they're doing different things because it means that I, when I go to my different consoles, I can get a different flavor from each. Yeah, one. that's, that's a great I point. You know, I, I don't want point. everyone to be doing a God of War necessarily. You know, if, if Xbox wants to be the house of shooters and RPGs uh, and racing games uh, and, and PlayStation wants to come out with their, you know, really big blockbuster third person action games and Nintendo's off doing their platformers and Pokemon thing, then uh, I'm a happy We're all better for it as gamers. <laughs> yeah, it's a great point. Great, great point. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, folks, uh, we, this was, this was an impromptu podcast. We, we, we didn't expect to do a, a two hour. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be 60 minutes. Cause you could, what, what could we say? God of War uh, confirmation <laughs> coming. 11 9 2022 ragnarok is finally going to be released uh i'm sure that after the last week that uh the team was just inundated with hate from from uh, you know again i can't say what community it was was it their own community that did it potentially good is it xbox people in there being d-bags potentially um i'm glad that the that that the cat's out of the bag so to speak for sony santa monica now that we have a release date, now we know it's coming this year. They can continue uh, put, putting the polish on the game, uh, and they don't have to worry about you know people sending D picks, which is just disgusting and head scratching, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, listen, if you enjoyed today's podcast, I ask that you do me two things. One, if you're new to the channel and I saw some new names in here, please consider subscribing. This is a non toxic, non fanboy non-console war channel we talk about games i do it four days a week uh monday nights primetime gaming tuesdays afternoon uh not mondays i'm sorry that used to be the old schedule oh my god <laughs> that's all right okay so the schedule is this tuesday afternoon the xbox factor podcast 12 p.m wednesday evening at 7 p.m tonight we have primetime gaming we have dealer gaming joining us oh, yeah. uh which is going to be a great show uh, uh thursday uh, is the uh, X Vlog live? That is an Xbox centric uh, channel. I usually do the one on one guest kind of a thing, and we talk about a hot topic and and, and what's going on. And uh, I'll be sitting down with one half of the dynamic duel from Games on Daily. Asa is going to be joining me tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Friday mornings at 10 a.m. When you get in your coffee, you get in your bagel. You can listen to Breakfast with Boom. Dave uh, Web Dave is a part of that. Fuzzy Belvedere is a part of that. And uh, yeah, this Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me just catch up on a few of the super chats that I missed. Uh, what comes to us from a good friend of the show, actually a person that's actually on Breakfast with Boom. <laughs> Web, uh, uh, um, thank you, Web Dave, for that. John Wolf drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Kudos to Santa, Sony Santa Monica." 
for working hard to put this game out in 2022. See you guys Friday on Breakfast with Boom and enjoy the rest of the week. Yeah, we'll see you there, John. No problem. We also have a one from Christopher Jetzer. Drops a very generous final super chat and says, God of War Ragnarok is supposed to be 45 plus hours, according to Jaffe, as they are putting a cent. They are putting essentially two games into one. Yeah, this was originally thought to be a trilogy, but it's not. It's going to be the two games, and then they're going to be done with uh, with Kratos in this story. Obviously, he will come back at some point. Um, Forty-five hours sounds great to me. I usually put fifty hours into their first part, their first party games, because I don't rush through them. I kind of like to go off the beaten path. I like to find all the collectibles. I like to you know, try to get a couple of trophies here and there. Not a massive trophy hunter. I have a pretty decent uh, score, but um, I, I do like to go off the beaten path to find the secrets. But let's get to the outros, and we'll start with Web Dave. Sell your brand, brother. You just sat down with Colt Eastwood, which you released this, uh, this week on the 4th of July. That was an incredible interview. Colt is a major player in the gaming verse that we all hang out in. Uh, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media. But more importantly, subscribe mm-hmm. to your YouTube channel. Thanks, Boom. Appreciate you having me on here. Uh, and uh, Daniel, it's good having you here, too, as well. Thank you for coming in. Fuzzy, always good to see you, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find uh, my channel at OutbreakPodcast.com is my website. Or if you, I'm sure Boom will have the link here in the yeah, description. Yeah, links for everybody. I, I, I as appreciate soon as I'm that. done, I'll put it in there. Yep. Um, and uh, it's uh, Outbreak Podcast uh, on YouTube, and um, you know we have a lot of great interviews. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to have to talk to you. We're going to have to get you scheduled for one here before long. But uh, uh, but uh, coming up uh, next week, uh, of course, really, Cold Eastwood is there up there now, and that was a great interview, but I do have an interview um, that will be going up Monday, and that will be Fonzarelli from Fonzarelli Gaming. Oh, nice. We love Fonz. Yeah, boy, part he, of RDX. He is awesome. Exactly, exactly. Looking really forward to that, too. Uh, he's an old guy like me, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Boo, for having me. No, no problem, brother. Fuzzy Belvedere, please sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone. Or they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. And more importantly, where could they reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Well, just want to thank you for having me on today. Also want to welcome Daniel to the uh, Double Barrel Gaming family. Uh, yes. Awesome to be on here with you. Uh, first <laughs> podcast together. Uh, always awesome to be on here with you, Boom, as well as you, Dave, uh, and everybody in the chat. Aside from the console warring, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, good interactions and things but uh man for anybody that wants to hear my my ramblings on anything gaming relating uh, specifically racing uh games particularly just follow me on facebook at, or not facebook ugh, uh twitter <laughs> at fuzzy underscore belvedere <laughs> or youtube fuzzy underscore belvedere and you can also uh find me here with boom and uh dave or and uh probably uh, uh oh my god i'm i'm having a, a brain fart um <laughs> Uh, you, you can find us on uh, Breakfast with Boom on Friday at 10 a.m. Yep. Eastern Time. Uh, Shop podcast at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on PTK Blam's channel. And on, find me on FSP on Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks again. Yep. Well, thank you, brother. And last but <laughs> no way least, uh, newest member to the Xbox Factor podcast, Daniel McGee. Brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check out your YouTube channel. Subscribe. Give you some likes over there. And maybe a listener three. And also, where could they reach out to you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee. Uh, and on YouTube, you can find me just at Daniel McGee. It's uh, I talk about all the biggest news. Uh, haven't been able to put out a video <laughs> this week yet, but I'm I'm working on two right now. Nice. Uh, I think I'm holding off to see what happens at that Ubisoft Direct to see if that's something we're talking about before I put something else out. Uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been uh, it's been great getting to meet Web Dave and Fuzzy. Yeah, well, great to have you here, brother, and great to have you a part of the Xbox Factor Podcast Weekly. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the special edition or the breaking news segment of Primetime Gaming. We will be back here tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and our special guest is none other is, uh, is of course, the, the voice of mm-hmm. the RDX Podcast, lead voice of that podcast. Dealer Gaming will be joining us. And we'll be, again, we'll be back here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be talking about 
the God of War uh, announcement, we'll be talking about the toxicity uh, in the community and how that needs to stop. But more importantly, we're going to be talking about a lot about Xbox and what they what 2023 looks like and what it needs to be for them and their fans. And of course, we are all fans of Xbox. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to this very special impromptu episode of Primetime Gaming. Uh, Super Chats were great. I really appreciate those. But I also have to close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you tonight on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Thank you.